Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, February. So the time is about 4.30. PM Reddy New MPC has been cutting to Zoom or conference call from past 11 years, 12 years. So if you have any questions, please raise your hand. Uh, please fill out a Google Sheet. Those people who fill the Google Sheet will get the preference. So all those people who don't fill the Google Sheet, they will have to wait to see the other people will fill out because Google Sheet will save a lot of time for me. Saves a lot and I get to the point and I can be more helpful, and it will be helpful for you guys. And if you're a newcomer, please let us know that you're a newcomer. Those people who come new, we promote them. Uh, go ahead with the first person, please. Raju. Yeah, hi, Rahul. I posted a question. Sure. Uh, my 485 is in process in EB2 with priority date of June 29, 2002. Since EB3 is current with my priority date, my, my employer is now not downgrading my application. Is in, your application is in EB3 or it's not not in EB3? Uh, mine is, is in EB2, e- but the employer is not so, so you have an EB3 approval with any company or you don't have EB3 approval with anybody? Uh, I have uh, one, uh, but it was uh, withdrawn. Uh, um, yeah, after, you know, like a few weeks, it got withdrawn. Okay. Uh, so typically, of the few weeks, it's been withdrawn. Oh, we have used some I-140 approvals. I have one more, uh, uh, more um, EB3, actually. That was a long time. Um, I it's, have two EB3s. Not, it, uh, one got uh, withdrawn. And the other if one you have anything, long back, actually. If, if, it, yeah. if it's long back and you have it, though, I'm going to ask them to transfer the underlying basis without the I-485G and request them to adjudicate it. Okay? Are you getting the point? Okay, so, uh, yeah, so transfer underlying basis. And uh, can I be yeah. in both lanes in that case? Yeah, you can be in both lanes. Oh, okay, nice. okay. Is that something you can do, Rahul, or uh, I have to check with yeah. my... Is that something you, you we can, can do? It for you. We, can, we, we can do it for you, too. I'll send you a video which was made long time ago. Um, you can watch that video. It's more than one and a half year ago, okay? Watch that video. Okay, yeah. Sure, yeah. Thanks a lot, Rahul. Okay. Next, per- come or, uh, next person, please. Anusha? Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, I posted my question. My uh, employer so applied actually... for my I-140 in premium processing today. I'm planning to change my home address end of this month. Will it impact my I-140 process if I get an RFP? Absolutely not. By the way, how, how far are you moving, uh, moving uh, from your home? Uh, like about 20 miles. 
am I current? Absolutely not going to ever have any problem. None whatsoever at all. So actually, uh, I'm currently on my uh, H1B, uh, so uh, working remotely from home. So like if I, uh, ha so I have my home address as my work location. So uh, as I'm planning to move to a new location, which is like 20 miles away from my uh, current home, will I need to apply for uh, H1B amendment? No, with 20 miles, absolutely not. Okay, so if uh, I'm applying for H-1B amendment and if my I-140 is still in process, it would not impact my I-140, right? No, ma'am. Next person, please. I don't know how to say it won't impact. How strongly should I say? Next person, please. Arjun? Yeah, uh, hi Rahul, I posted my question there. I've approved I-140 with the date, prior date is current in EB-1. I'm filing for H-5 with petitioner and beneficiary as me. In the case, do I need to follow the 180 day rule? No, um, no, EB-1 is or not 180 days. They don't have to follow 180 days. Yeah, one question Rahul, um, after filing the I-485 got the receipt, do I need to uh, work for uh, any employer or, or I can be like uh, just uh, pursue my passion in in the field of uh, expertise? No, you should work in, I mean, it's, if you don't work in the field for which you got the I-140 approval, you will be risking yourself. Okay. So what is your like field what, that you got EB-1 in? Yeah, I'm in software development. Okay. So I would recommend that you stay in the software development. Yeah. And one more question. After uh, uh, I-485 applied, um, uh, can I transfer my H-1B to another company? Are any, any rules are there? No, for EB1A, there are no rules, but if, I would appreciate you work in the same profession instead of moving out of that profession. Okay, okay. Thank okay. you, Rahul. Mm -hmm. Next person, please. Thank you. No rules of six months, no rules of H1B movement. You can do anything you want on EB1A. Anki? Yeah. Yes, hi, I'm uh, H1B with Ibru, approved I-140 with company. Applied for company B and the transferred my H1, H4 EAD for my spouse which is valid until, but I never joined company B. My question is, can my spouse use working on EAD? Absolutely she can. And her H4 is expiring in June, 2024. What do you mean? Didn't she, didn't her H4 got extended until March of 2025? Uh, no, because I never joined that company. So I'm still on the old H1. Wait, 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 wait. You never joined that company, but you told me that that company filed H1, H4, and EADs, right? Right, that is all. Right. If they, so fi if, if they filed H1, B, H4, so if that H4 is valid until 2025, she can continue working until 2025. She's fine. But my H1 is expiring on 2024 and still has current H4. Won't I need to That's extend fine. it as per the process? We are going to extend it. Go and okay. extend it right now. But while the extension is in progress, can she continue working? Yeah, she can. Oh, okay. okay, great. Thanks. Next person, please. Vani. Hi, Rahul. Go ahead, Vani. Uh, so I, I'm currently on my F1 and I got married to a GC holder. He filed for his citizenship mm -hmm. in the end of January. Uh, however, we were wondering, we don't know how long it's going to take to get a citizenship. Yeah, uh, Troy, uh, yeah, you can file an I-130 right now. And then um, you can file can an I-130 right now. And then later on, you can file, you can file a 485. Uh, can get we the file the citizenship? advanced parole along with I-130? No, 
Right now, the priority date is backlogged to September 2023. So it's a backlog about five months, though. You will have to wait for the priority date to become current. Okay, so only once I-130 is approved, then only I can file the EAD and advance parole. That is right. Okay, so I think instead it is be uh, better to wait until he becomes a citizen. Mm. Uh, when did you file this for it, uh, N-400? Uh, almost a month ago. Yeah, it's up to you, though. It's up to you. It's up to you. And I mean, just it's, it's a very tough call. It's a tough call. Yeah. Just in case if we end up filing now, how how can we update once you become a citizen? Uh, you no, know, how can we update? You just update it by sending a citizenship certificate to them. Oh, that's all we have to do. And then we can file yeah. the re remaining applications. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. If you if you have not already filed it, if you already filed it, you don't need to. Because its uh, waiting period is five months, is right for filing the four eight five. So if yes. you file an I one thirty right now, you file a four eight five somewhere in July, and he gets okay. a citizenship in January of two thousand twenty five. All we need to do is that send a citizenship certificate to them. You don't have to file the four eight five EAD four eight five EAD advance parole again. Okay. okay. Next. Next person, please. Thanks. Uh, hello. I sent my question in. My husband, I am our Canadian, your Canadian citizen. We are living in USA on H1B Nichport. We have our uh, official approval documents. Can we travel to Canada and come back on H1 status? We have I-797. When you say I-797, it has an I-94 attached to it at the bottom, ma'am? Um, I can check, sorry. Um, is it for the H-1B holder or um, for the H-4? H-4, definitely it will be for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you can travel. You can travel. I don't see any problem in it. You don't have a stamping yet, is right? In the passport? Um, so we arrived on, uh, my husband had his TN, uh, TN visa and I came on TD visa. And he got his H-1B approved and I recently got my H-4 approved as well. So we just want to make sure if we can travel in and out of U.S. on um, to oh, Canada. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. In and out of U.S. is a different thing. To Canada is a different issue though. You can go to Canada and come back. Okay. But mm -hmm. you cannot go to India and come back. You have to get the stamping. Okay, so say we're we're going to the uh, Canada because we are Canadian citizens, and then we come back to the U.S. Um, would they need fine. to stamp it? Okay, so they won't need to stamp uh, our um, right, passport. Right, right. But if you that's right. But if you are going to India, though, you need stamping. Okay, no, we're just uh, planning to go to Canada, so we just want to make sure. And also, just a follow-up question: Do we need to travel with our H four and H one B or? Um, we are free to travel with just our passport. Uh, you are free to travel where? To Canada, um, you to can. Canada, to Canada. Can we just go on our passport or we need to carry our H4 and H1B documents? Going to Canada, you only need passport. Coming back, you need H1B, H4 documents with you. Okay, so say if, because we are planning to go to Canada and we want to come back, it's just going to be a two-week visit, so... Yeah, so you don't need stamping. You can show the H-1B and H-4 approval and come back into the United States. Next person, please. You yeah. have to take the H-1B and H-4 with you. Oh. Because otherwise, you're not coming on a visa waiver program. So you need to carry H-1B. Shreyas, go ahead. 
questions posted rahul i'm an dependent application for the wife's gc filed and approved under eb2 priority is january she got her gc while i did not she filed my gc under family base sounds good that's a good thing is there anywhere else i can do go anywhere <laughs> with my gc what do you mean what are, what else you want to do no, is there any other option to expedite by no, any chance no other no. none okay. is current right now so you'll have to yeah wait. exactly exactly and uh, second question you did a good job of filing an i130 i130 and 485 that's a good job you did yeah but that also backlogged me <laughs> so it's not much options i think i have but yeah mm-hmm. go ahead uh a subsequent question is also <laughs> we, there we can call you we can call you iron leg in telugu language man <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. you're creating fact, disaster I, wherever you go yeah i even have my own uh, eb2 application in addition to my wife's that's a different that's story fine. so that's i have fine. yeah Not, third, nothing can be done yes. you have to wait for the priority to become current most probably okay. it will and become current in your family immigration much faster okay okay and uh, subsequent question is also in the same post uh, i got my i693 request i will submit that in the next few weeks but is going to help me bring my application to limelight no you are not going to get the green card right now next person please okay. it's your none yes. of your priority is current priyanka uh hi rahul i posted the question my current visa status is h1 me i recently lost my job can i change my visa status to h4 and keep my h1b on hold uh, absolutely if i go back to h4 should i file a new h1b can i use my existing h1b how long have you used the h1b uh it's just been uh, like 3 months 3 months okay so if you go back to h4 you can come back to h1b in the next 90 years at any point of time there is no time limit you don't go through the lottery system why not 91 years i don't expect you to be living that long <laughs> okay yeah, okay thank you so there some yeah. people says that oh you can only come this time that time no 90 years next person please no lottery for you okay thank you sir hello i uh, i've posted my question now yes sir. i'm an indian citizen i'm a indian citizen on h1b my work is uh, my work is willing to sponsor your your employer is willing to sponsor the green card i'm currently engaged to a polish citizen born in poland on f1 i heard about cross country charge my question is how do do i have to wait to ask my company to sponsor my green card till i get married no absolutely not required so currently if you get married with her right now or after i even for this approach it doesn't matter but before filing the 485 you have to get married to her okay and uh, when approximately how long will it take to apply for the 485 it will you have to look into the visa bulletin and other country categories that's the only difference you know how to look into it right i will tell you right now what the priority date is i can't remember i only remember for indian nationals but let me tell you uh for the eb2 uh the priority date is uh you know it's february 2023 it's backlogged by about an year but here is the thing karan february 2023 is not that long why because the labors that we filed in january have not been approved yet 
So you will, okay. so if you file, so that seems to be that as soon as, it looks right now though, as soon as your I-140 is approved, though, I mean, labor is approved at this point of time, you'll be in a good shape. But things move up and down, okay? All you need to look into is other country category, not Indian category if you're getting married with this girl, okay? Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Yes, Rahul. Hi, Rahul. Got my H-1B approved in October 2020 through council processing. Why would you do that? But later, got full-time uh, full now. Full-time company is saying we cannot transfer the old, so planning to apply for the H-1B this year. Yes, this full-time company is right. Will there be any issues now? My previous H-1B is not activated yet. Should I withdraw the previous? It doesn't matter what happens to the previous H-1B, ma'am. You'll have to go through the lottery system again. To be counted in the lottery system, either of these two things should happen. One. Um, one thing is that is it is your H1B is approved with the I-94, which it is not for you. You are uh, you must have got the H1B stamping, which you did not. So you will have to go through the lottery system. It doesn't matter whether the company withdraws it; it won't create any problem for you. Okay, even though my previous uh, H1 is still there, I can apply, right? So yeah. Uh, uh, even though. Even though, like my previous employer is still holding my H1. I can still doesn't go matter. ahead with that. It doesn't matter. Next okay, person, please. Sure. Thank you. doesn't matter. Is holding, withdrawing. It doesn't matter. Okay. The H1B with the council processing is what we call when you eat Pali in India, use the paper that's equivalent to. Okay. Next person, please. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, my spouse's uh, client project ended on May 15, 2023, while on H1B. Client project ended on May 15. H1B to H4 change of service received it is June 2nd. Okay, sounds good. H4 change was approved by USCIS on November 2023. Sounds good. Change of petition was not. Yeah, the change of petition was not filed immediately on May. 16, 16, but you have the 60 degrees period. Any problem during the H4 stamping, filing the change of status immediately would be treated as out of status. You have the 60 degrees period, Mr. Sardar. After the H1B losing the project though, she has 60 days to file for the H4. She filed way, way, way less than 60 days. So I do not expect any problems. Okay. Okay, Rahul, I think. Um, yeah. So I was worried at that whether it will be... Absolutely not. Next person, please. Santosh. Thank you, Rahul. I just posted my question. Regarding a concrete H-1B application with full-time opportunity, a new H-1B application. I didn't understood the question, though. Okay. You have, so, you are, are, you, are you working on H-1B right now? So I have, uh, I have a full-time with company A and mm -hmm. uh, working on a part-time concurrent with company B. So a consultancy mm -hmm. file for a concurrent part-time and working for company B. Mm -hmm. So the company B is asking uh, if I can start working full-time. So, and... Uh, so you're just telling me that you want to work for two companies full-time. Yeah, so if, if the company B can file a concurrent full-time, would there be any chance of approval? Yeah. It will approve. I mean, you guys are the laziest generation I have ever seen. Have you, you know, your grandfather who used to work in farm, how many hours he used to work? 
80, 90 hours. Just because you're working 80 hours doesn't... Okay. It's not nothing extraordinary. Okay. So, like, uh, when I... Uh did my research uh, there, there there are less chances of approval for the concurrent full time that's why uh, no problem never any problem oh okay. never any problem okay. and, and uh, Santosh, a... we not the, the way we file the h1b's for concurrent filing is we put 5 hours to 40 hours there okay. so that means okay. either you can work for 5 hours or you can work for 40 hours depending on how many hours you work the employer will pay you and he will pay you hourly wages Understood. And and when they are filing five hours to forty hours, do they have to apply? Like, is there anything that is a that should say part time or full time? No, it doesn't say anything. Five hours to forty hours. Five hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next I have another, one other question. Sorry, I have one other question. So mm -hmm. my wife is working on H four EAD, mm -hmm. and uh, since uh, we are forecasting uh, the U.S. leadership changes uh, coming, and do you recommend uh, applying for a H-1B? Uh, Absolutely. Even if Biden administration is there, I still want you to apply for EAD. The, uh, the, the H-1B, the reason is that, the reason is that people lose job. If you lose the job, she has a job, we can convert you into H-1B, H-4 and EAD. You see the point? Yeah. So I want her to get the H-1B, but there are some exceptions. You get the H-1B, but she wants the freedom of H-4. Is right? Yes. What you do is that let her get the H1B with the company, work for one month. She goes to Mexico, has a margarita, and she comes back and she shows I'm coming back on H4. Okay. Then she is counted toward the H1B number. Remember, I was speaking with the other lady, she was not counted toward the H1B number because they didn't file the change of status. In this case, you're going to file the change of status. She's going to work one month on the H-1B and then goes to Mexico and comes back. Next time, in the next 90 years, at any point of time, she can move to H-1B. And let me tell you one other thing, though. On H-4 EAD also, you should be able to file the palm labor. Let her file the palm labor and get the I-140 approval. I want both the couple to have H-1B I want both the couple to have the I-140. In that way, whenever we want to convert, we can convert you. I know it's you may not get it what I'm telling right now, but believe me, trust me, our book air consultation, I will explain to you the same thing after charging $400. Next person, please. Arvind? Um, hi, Rahul. I posted my question. My I-129 is being pending for almost five months. And in the meantime, my passport has expired. Can I submit a new one? Or would be the chances of my approval? Zero, zip. No chance for trouble at all for you. The I passport must be valid at the time when you file the application, not at the time of approval, not until the time you requested for the approval. Since it was valid at the time you filed it, you have no problem. So I don't have to submit the new one? No, sir. You don't have to. Next person, please. Venkat. Venkat. Hello, Rahul. Um, I got laid off yeah, in the company. Uh, yeah, uh, if you got laid off, if you don't have H4 and all those options, B2 is the best option, though. I will huh. send an email to you how to fill the B2 form, where to fill it, what documents yeah. to enclose. And it may yeah. be worth for you to make an appointment 
uh, after you fill the entire thing, the reason what you can do, why you can do is because it will allow you to stay here for six months and then later on move on to the H-1B. And while the B-2 is pending at any point of time, you get a job offer, you file a H-1B change of status in premium process, get the H-1B approval. With the, without leaving outside the country, you can change the status in the United States. All right. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Asif. Asif is an L1B. Asif, is there? Valid till terminated yesterday. Bad. Can I move from L1 to day one safety? My wife would move to F2. What is the grace period? Can I ask my employer to pay my severance? Lease breaking cost. What lease breaking cost? Asif, are you there? Asif. Asif, we can't hear you, Asif. He doesn't want to speak with me. Well, he needs to learn how to use uh, Zoom. Nowadays, that has become a compulsory in the life, guys. Just like using the phone. As if we can't hear you. Switi, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. So it's not my fault. It's his fault. Can you, you can't hear it. Next person, please. Hey, I dropped my question in the chat. I'm changing Stop. from H1B with approved I-140 to F1. Does doing it drawbacks is 20.3% of rejection chance. You're going for F1 stamping? Yeah, oh, I mean, I, so uh, I have both options. I think I had a one-on-one -on -one with you. Um, if I go, I talked to a student. He said, if I go for F1 stamping, it's a drop box in India. Um, you said, if I go for yeah. interview, there is a risk. Is yeah. drop box also even, risk? Even or? if it's a if, if drop box is also risk for you. Heavy, heavy risk for you. Why can't you change the status here? I and think that, that what kind that of, would mean what that. Kind of, uh -huh, I'm sorry? Yeah, the change of status is just then two, three years. I can't travel, right? Uh, until I come back on H1. Yeah, but uh, you're going to commit suicide by going for F1 visa. Yeah. Okay, it's up to you. We do, I do not recommend that you do that, okay? Okay. Next person, please. Hi, hi, Rahul. I asked two questions. While on H1B as a full-time employer, do I need to work full 40 hours or can I get paid for less than uh, like a vacation? Well, is it a vacation they are asking you? Or you are requesting? Is it a six? So people can take six days off. Uh, six days off, the employer doesn't have to pay. The vacation, are they forcing you? Or are you taking it? Taking it personally. Why? Um, like just travel internally for, uh, in the US for a couple of weeks in a month. Couple of weeks in a month? No, not every month. But in one month, uh, we are expecting a couple of weeks. We have to travel because we have in-laws visiting. None of them. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, if, if you take off your for your personal reasons and they pay yeah. you less, that's fine. That's fine. But make sure you have good documentation for it. You request to leave, they leave, leave. And even the travels with your in-laws and all those things documented properly. Okay? Okay. 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 Thank you. And for okay. time also, do we have to like similarly document? Yeah. You have okay. to. Okay. Next person, please. Uh, actually, there was another question I asked about if we could file with, if if an H4, if my wife's H4 and H4 EAD is filed along with my H1B relocation amendment, does mm -hmm. the H4, the EAD get simultaneously approved and can she shift from yeah. H1 to H4? Absolutely. Absolutely. When you file an amendment, you file H1 and H4 EAD together, all three will be approved together. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hi, Rahul. So I'm currently on while, H1B visa. While you're on H1B, if you're going, you can't start Airbnb though. Okay. Uh, you can't start the Airbnb. The reason I'm asking is if we buy a house and like a few years later, we want to change it yeah. also. Will that be an issue? 
If you're going to appoint as a property manager, then you can though. Yeah. Okay. So you give yeah, the you give your be... house you you give the house to the Airbnb to manage to somebody. Okay. Yes. And then you okay. just get the payment from them. That's allowed. But if you are okay. going to manage it, it's not allowed. No, uh, I will be. Um, I will go to a property manager company, and uh, they and then, will manage. Yeah, then you everything. can. Then you can. Okay, it will not be any issue to my visa or like my job, right? No, ma'am, it will not be. Okay, thanks a lot, Ram. Thank you. But uh, you have to assume, Shishipriya, these things kind of thing. How it works out is, Airbnb eats thirty percent of it, and the property mm -hmm. management will eat it. What are you going to get it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm just telling you that I'm not a financial advisor, but I'm just advising mm -hmm. you. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah, thank you. And there's cleaning cost, maintenance cost too. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Hi, I would, oh, I, I would, just... I would have you guys work on multiple jobs on IT industry and make money, guys. Believe me, that's <laughs> more easier and better. Go ahead, Raju. Uh, I posted a question, Rahul. Uh, I'm an H1B. Uh, I have an I-140 approved. I'm currently planning to work 100% remote from home, but within same as, do I need to file H-1B amendment and new form? Absolutely, you don't need H-1B amendment because you're working within the same MSA and absolutely not required to file any amendment, any new form for you. Okay, great. And I also have other question just posted, Rahul. Uh, I'm in currently in electronic field, working in electronic field, uh -huh. and uh, I'm planning to switch mm -hmm. to IT field in future. And uh, mm -hmm. may know the chances of approval for H-1B transfer once I have an uh, offer in future, like with proper certification. I would ID say I would say ninety percent though. I would say ninety percent because it's very hard to separate electrical and computer science though. I, I haven't seen any university that sub segregates both department: computer science department, electrical engineering department. They don't. They always have together mm -hmm. though. So it's very hard okay. to separate it. Okay. okay. Great. And on um, coming back to previous question, Rahul, I have uh, the meeting with uh, my company's attorneys tomorrow. And uh, this morning they said uh, I don't need amendment, but uh, I'm I'll need new perm because my role is going to be hundred percent remote, hundred percent remote. Uh, so how can I argue no, no, no. with them tomorrow? Well, that's that's stupid though. I don't think so. Why that guy is saying that? You say that once I get the green card, I intend to work permanently. At the office, this is only temporary, okay? Okay, got it. So it's my, it's up to me to fire, go with a, a firm now or later, right? Yeah, that that guy is unnecessarily creating a trouble. The lawyer just make the money. It's mm -hmm. definitely not Fragman and Berry Appleman. I think so. It's some other company. So anyway, okay. coming to the point though, uh, you don't, you just tell them that once I get the green card, I am going to be working at the office. Permanently, this is just a temporary thing, okay? And okay. Your green card is going to come in the next 90 years anyway if you live that long. <laughs> okay? I think so. Yeah, thank you. Okay, next person, please. Abdul? Abdul. Wamshi? Uh, hi, Rahul. I have posted my questions. Wamshi? Uh, Wamshi, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, an, I'm an Indian citizen. My STEM OPT expires in 2024. So the F1 also expires. I have the following question. I'm planning to travel to India in March. And return in April first week. My visa is expiring in June. Will there be an issue of entering into USA? When would the stability expires in your okay? In your when your passport visa expires? Uh, visa expires in August. 
this expires in August. Okay. So you're, you're coming back and you're applying in the H-1B lottery this year. Yeah. <clears throat> so it depends on, there are a couple of things here, too many things here though. So okay. if the H-1B lottery goes through though, I definitely, you can't come back and have, you, you should not come back and have one. You wait until the H-1B uh, uh, starts, get the H-1B approval and come back. Second, if you go on a day one CPT, that's a one-way ticket, you're not coming back. Don't go on a day one CPT. Now, if you have the stem extension, you don't get in the H-1B lottery, then you're going and coming back. Yes, under that circumstances, you're okay. Okay, if okay. if my H one if my H one gets picked up by March end, uh, and let's say my company starts processing late, like I'll be returning back by April first week. So can I, I still don't? Up? I still don't want you to do that. Okay. I still don't want you to do that. If it's selected in the lottery, I don't want you to do that because they will come to know that it's got selected. Next person, please. It'll be the last person. I have, I have one more question. And for those. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I think so. You skip. Next person, please. This will be the last person. For those people who can't get to me, you can always block a time that shoots to you. My colleague is going to give a link for you to block the time. Go ahead. Uh, last person today. Pranati. Uh, hi. Uh, yeah, I have posted I came the to question. US and F1, got H1B approved, started in October 2. October, then I changed my status to H4 after lay, laying, uh, after laid off with the job. New company, and oh, you're an H4 EAD. Nice. Now, if my new company is planning to file H1B, will it be a cap exempt? You were on H1B approved for a while, is right? With the I 94. Yeah. Yeah, it will not be subject to the lottery. Okay. Uh, so, uh, will it be uh, portability or? I don't know what the word portability, why you bring it, but I can tell you one uh, thing, whether it's a, whether it's a full-time job, consulting job, whatever it is, you can move to yeah. H1P without subject to the lottery. You don't go to the lottery. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming. Next con uh, Zoom call will be tomorrow at 1130. Sorry, we couldn't get to all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.